On to demand is, I think, the polite way of putting it. The Money Show. The Markets. To Sibuli Songumalo this evening, he is a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. Please explain NASPARS and PROCESS to me this evening. Sibuli uh, Songumalo, they had an absolutely horrendous day. Yes, good evening, Bruce, and good evening to your listeners. So as South African citizens, if you've got any money in the market, odds are you own a small piece of NASPERS and PROCESS, which then in turn owns a Chinese company called Tencent, one of the biggest companies in China, and recently rather successful. But um, over the last 12 months, I think one of our analysts, Nilas Hanshi, who looks at NASPERS and PROCESS, noted that there's increasing regulatory pressure, and we've seen that come to bear in the Tencent share price. And today's um, massive decline in NASPERS and PROCESS. NASPERS was down 13%, PROCESS down 11.5%, um, was driven by a continuation of that regulatory pressure. So what happened, the Wall Street Journal released uh, a story that uh, Tencent um, is facing potential record fine for violations in some central bank regulation. Um, apparently, they've allowed people to fill out some laws in China. And as we've seen over the last year, um, in terms of China, the Chinese regulator is very aggressive on these tech companies. And we actually saw um, all of them come off quite rapidly. So the market is anticipating further bad news on the regulator front. Um, and they're saying, hey, we've also then got question marks. Because if the regulator starts saying, hey, I want to regulate this fintech part of it, um, which was one of the exciting growth engines for the future for Tencent, the market then is looking and saying, mm, maybe the earnings that are going to come from here aren't going to be as attractive. And so the market said, well, you know what, we are going to sell this. And so, therefore, um, the market wasn't too happy. And that's what happened. And it dragged down the overall market, but it wasn't just NASPAS and process. I mean, underlying commodity prices across a whole swathe of commodities came under pressure today as well. And that contributed to that nearly 3% decline on the day. Yes, Bruce. I mean, what, what is interesting um, today, I mean, obviously China... Um, and now the actual countries, I think all the action actually is in China um, um, today, except for the results we're going to talk about a little bit later. But in terms of China, China's got a zero COVID um, philosophy. So they've decided they don't want any COVID, and they are still in the business of locking down full cities. So one of their largest cities, Shenzhen, um, came out that they want to lock Shenzhen down. And so, therefore, these, this COVID policy is making the market nervous because they're saying, well, you know, China reported its lowest growth in a very long time um, recently. I think but GDP growth was about 5.5%, uh, which is the lowest in a very, very long time. And so, therefore, um, the Chinese economy locking down, recording already slow growth, that worries the market because China is the biggest commodity consumer globally, and it's a key driver of high commodity prices. So if China slows, there's less demand, there's less demand at the same level of supply, prices are going to come down. And that's exactly what's happened. And we saw it across the slew of companies. I mean, we look at the platinum companies, look at Northern was down 6%, Impala was down 5.7%, Sibania was down 5%. The gold held up fairly okay, uh, but even the mining diversified, the Anglo-American was down almost 4%. Um, and even the iron ore players were down. So it was very rough, including Fessel, down 5% on lower oil prices. But again, a fear 
that, hey, you know what, if China slows, that demand might go away and these commodities are unsustainable at these levels. That's a big concern. Two great sets of results out today. Very nice recoveries in both APSA and Sun International. And they both tap in, I suppose, to the optimism of a a salaried consumer market. Yes, these are... I mean, if you think about it, Bruce, here we, a year ago, when you and I were having conversations, Nasdaq was the darling of the market, showing record numbers. A company like Absa and a company like Sun International were the ones that everybody was worried about. We were worried about South Africa, South African growth, etc. And here we are. Um, I think in the bottom of 2020, you could have bought Absa for about 63 rand. Um, and now it's turning at 177 rand. After recording some really, really pleasing results. Um, we are shareholders in EBSA, so our clients should be pretty happy with this present result. I mean, we saw, like Jason was talking earlier, on pre-provision profits, which is profits before bad debt. It grew pleasantly. And actually, management has done a fantastic job in managing their costs. But obviously, the biggest driver, which we saw, I think, cost up 4%, but the biggest driver is the correction in bad debt. And so we saw uh, bad debt stabilizing, which is a good thing because, again, it shows the consumer is healthy, the consumer's got some money, they are borrowing, which, again, we saw it in home loans and vehicles, and we see it in the vehicle sales and the house sales. Um, And so suddenly, actually, this economy is not as bad as we think, and the consumer is in actually quite a healthy state, and they are borrowing. And so we're seeing the banks report some really, really pleasing results, and that's exciting for the country. The second one, obviously, is Sun International Boost. And Sun International, again, was in a lot of trouble last year. We saw their income up close to 30%. Their adjusted EBITDA, which is close to cash flow, up 80%. Again, people are going out. People are out there spending. But the management of Sun International and both these companies has actually been really good at managing their balance sheet. Um, Sun International, in terms of their debt, they've focused really hard on focusing on costs, extracting quite a few savings, running the businesses judiciously and actually Sun International has a comment there at the end that um, as their business continues to recover um, that they're going to consider share buybacks and returning capital through dividends and so again tough times management has proven their mettle and they've delivered um, and that's quite exciting you could have had these shares for much much lower prices than you have them now um, but yeah so those were very strong results Sibuni Sungumaro thank you he is portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group just gone half past six in the Eyewitness News brought to you by Khaliks for the businessman who knows what he wants.